So joining us on the line now is Guy Branston, and as I always say, guys, come on, just have a quick chat about his career. Thanks for giving up your time tonight, Guy. Pleasure to talk to you. Um, I want to have a quick. I want to have a quick look at your time at Rotherham because it's where you spent, you know, most of your career. Um, you had your longest spell there. What memories do you have at your time of um, at Rotherham United? Um, just many good ones, if I'm honest. Um, I can't. I wasn't really massively disappointed with my time there. We, we had, you know, three or four highly successful years. Something that, that I was really pleased with. I mean, we ended up in the championship, sustaining the championship position for a club like Rotherham back then was unheard of and even unthought of. And now with the new stadium that's obviously came to light, and um, obviously what, what you can see in the in the football league right now is is a fantastic. But then you've got to understand you know, like it was uh, worse than uh, Underhill, mm-hmm. um, Barnett's ground on a big slot, you know, terrible yeah. changing rooms, terrible facilities. Um, the, the best the best thing about the um, the ground was there was a pub literally outside that was fifteen pounds you could look you can. Mm-hmm. And that was the best place about the best thing about it. But we had a fantastic opportunity to, to win back to back promotions on a team spirit that drove us forward yeah. and that was you know the fond memories of, of still being involved with all the lads is, is still in, I'm still speaking to the lads that I played with 10, 12, 15 years ago which is basically a man of in football mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, one thing I wanted to ask you, obviously you spent a lot of time at, at different clubs uh, 19 clubs in total the, the media would would probably class somebody who had a career similar to yours as a journeyman how, how do you feel about the tag of a, of a journeyman in football? Yeah, it, as I say, right. yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Sorry about that. Um, a journeyman, for me, is someone who, who obviously moves around, and, and I've, got, I've got no problem with having that. I am a journeyman. I, well, my career says it. No point trying to argue with it. And no point trying to deny it, you know. But clubs used me as much as I used them. It was something that was it was amicable and, and mutual, and, and I knew the situation, and I always expected you know, wanted to be told up front what the situation was mm-hmm. and then I decided if I wanted to sign the contract or not and you know obviously when the long contracts are being thrown around I, you know I try to take the opportunity to sell that club but it's not always that that easy to sell that club when, when obviously managers are either chopping and changing and, and, and new players are coming in and out and a new mm-hmm. manager comes in he, he might not even see you playing he wants to get rid of you a new manager comes in he might want to make you the, the, the captain of the team and it's, it's not always as simple for the players yeah. to be blamed for moving about it's mm-hmm. also agents and, and football clubs Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, mean, I completely understand what, what what you're saying there. I mean, I, I, growing up, I was a big fan of uh, Wrexham, who obviously during your time at Rotherham, I'm sure you came up against. And I remember them having different centre backs, different centre midfielders, wingers, pretty much every season. So I, I do agree with what you're saying there. And sometimes it is an, an unfair um, tag that you get justified with. But I guess that one thing you can look back on in your career is that managers are constantly wanting to give you. Contracts, so that must be a positive. Hugely, you know, I, I always had managers say to me, "Look how many clubs you've had," but I'd always say to them in the office, "You know, look how many managers have given me contracts." And like you just said there, you know, mm-hmm. managers are willing to put their their jobs on the line to sign me. Yeah, and that's something that that's a, a hugely positive thing for me. And, and I always give my all for the football club, out of respect for the football club employing me. Yeah, 
And like I said, it's all very mutual because we understood the game very quickly. Mm-hmm. And up to our older lads, they, they, you know, they informed me of the pitfalls of, of being successful. They, they informed me of the pitfalls of being unsuccessful. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I kind of knew what was going to go on if, if certain things happened within the game after a certain amount of time. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't a naive to, to managers, you know, chucking things in, in the pot when we were trying to do a deal because I kind of sat down before every deal and, and kind of worked out what the manager would tell me. And, and it was kind of true when he, he, he come to me with his, his, his ways or his, his ways of trying to negotiate a deal with me. He always used the same sort of scenario. Mm-hmm. You're either happy where you are or, or, you know, you, you, let's move you on and because of this, this and this. And, it's very, you know, I've been a, a, dealt with that many different managers. I got used to um, dealing with, with different ups and downs and different different sorts of temperaments. Yeah, I mean, I'll pass it over to Mikey very quickly. One thing I just want to ask you before I do is. Um, during your time at Burton Albion, you, you were sent off a couple of times, um, and Jeff Stelling once referred, or once made a comment about you getting yourself into uh, into a pickle after obviously Branston pickle. Is that something that ever got mentioned to you by other players, maybe teammates, as a bit of banter or anything like that? It got, it got mentioned to me when I was about three years old. <laughs> I never heard it. Yeah. So it wasn't. Really, it wasn't really something I was really that bothered about. It's, again, it's you know having a, a, a tough. And a tough exterior as well. You know, you've got to be you've got to be pretty tough to, to sustain a career in football with the banner that goes flying around. Because you don't just call about name calling; it calls mm-hmm. about you know the way you are as a person or, or personality, or you know having a go at your, your confidence level. Or, or you know, lads can't wait to stick the knife in where it hurts. And, mm-hmm. and, and I've, been, I've been in part of that that banter. I've also you know suffered that part of that banter yeah. that goes on in football. Mm-hmm. And you know what? If you can't cope with it, get out of the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, bullying goes on in football. There's no doubt about it. But if you can't cope with it, again, you've got to you've got to sort yourself out of it because if you can't be strong, you won't survive very long in football anyway. Mm-hmm. As I say, I'll pass it over to Mikey. I think he's got a couple of questions, um, maybe a bit more generic. And then Chris has got some about what you're up to now. So, Mikey, over to you, mate. Yeah, hi, guy. Um, I just uh, my first question was, um, what was the favourite? What was your favourite ground to play at, or that you have played at? What playing for the teams that I played at, or you know, just the, if the, there's any you know, that stand out that you've played at that you really enjoyed, or that you felt was um, the I best. Played a, I played at full. Oh, oh, sorry, I wouldn't say full. I played at I think it's forty odd thousand at, at Anfield, which was fantastic in the FA Cup third round. Hmm. I played at an empty Old Trafford, which was unbelievable. Um, one was in the playoff final for key a couple of seasons back and the other one was in 2000 and I think it was 2000 for the FA Cup third round against Liverpool so you know I've played some fantastic arenas fantastic stadiums um, pre-season tournament for Leicester City we played at a full house at AKA Athens and you've all heard how, how mad the um, Greek supporters are and how passionate they are and it was, you know, we had a moat round the pitch. That's how dangerous it felt. And we warmed up in the tunnel, you know, because they wouldn't let us out of the pitch before the game because of flares and fireworks. So it was something that, you know, I played in some hostile situations and and also um, <laughs> also very passionate situations. Yeah. Um, also, just finally from me, I just wanted to know, uh, who did you feel was the best player that you played with during your career? Um, best, I think the best all-round player 
for me, I played with was um, Richie Wellens. He went on to play, obviously started at Man United, um, Blackpool, uh, Oldham, Doncaster, Leicester City. You know, fantastic player. You know, could, could, could read the game, could see the game, could pick the ball up from the back and lead it to the front and, and get box to box and tackle and, and, and just seen a pass that was what something that I, I wasn't used to seeing at the level I was playing at with him. You know, so I played with some fantastic players in my time. Neil Hesker, you know, who's, who gets hammered, but he still had 55, I think 56 England caps and scored against Germany. There's not many players that can say that. You know, so, you know, there's some unbelievable players I've played with, Neil Lennon, Muzzy, as people like that. But the big one for me, actually, week in, week out, seeing him in training and seeing him work hard was, was you know, Richie Wellens, who's fantastic. And he, actually, still Doncaster now, still, still signing a new contract. OK, thank you very much. I'll pass you on to Chris, because I'm sure he's got some questions. Hi, Guy. Uh, How are you doing? Oh, great, thanks. So, uh, you recently co-wrote a book, The Footballer's Journey, Real World Advice, Becoming and Maintaining Being a Professional Player. So, is it, is, it a sto- is it a story about your career, or is it, is it not autobiographical? Or is it just a... Oh, no, it's not just you doing research or like that. Uh, no, it's, it's a collaboration of friends in the game, uh, people we've worked with, people I've played against. Um, also, Dean, the author, Dean Carlslake, who's a fantastic writer, contacted mm. me and asked me if I could collaborate, but also get involved with the book because I'm all about ballers, system on online. Um, yeah. Obviously, that, that that attraction helps players using the, the online platform that I've created for them to highlight and... and, and get noticed themselves as footballers because it's hard to actually do that. So we wanted to put a, put a book out there that was helping lads on the way and giving them the real insight and the real advice that, that footballers should be giving the lads. And we didn't want to, you know, sell them a yarn. We didn't want to just put a book, book together about the, you know, the, the footballers' ups and downs. We wanted to give different points of view from different lads in different leagues and, and the lads have been professional and had to drop out of the league from retirement, through injury. Yeah. through not being good enough to stay in the league but also give the insight in lads who have shot from the non-league to the premiership like Chris Morning you know Steve Claridge you know the big three names that were involved in the book you know myself Mikel Smith um, Peter Facente you know Chris Stokes at Forest Green Jack Bowen at Peabrook you know so many so many players um, who got involved with the book and we could have we could be there we could have got hundreds of the lads to comment but we were getting yeah. in day with offers from lads to <laughs> make insightful comments and, and they, they were they were just fantastic lads were and, and not one of them wanted a penny you know not one of them wanted anything other than you know um, the name on, in the book because they all wanted to contribute and always wanted to give real advice yeah and um, that's available on amazon.com uk. if anyone wants to have a look at that and you mentioned you're all about the ball uh, website so what, can you tell us a bit more about that is it, is it, is it is it for free agents to show off their new skills or anybody can just felt it's, it, it's, it's for realistically it's for a footballer to load up his clip his mm. football skill show reel to the website and we promote him as a footballer in and around the football industry from all the context they've built up but also all the context they've got on social media all the context they've got within within my own football industry 
and that is, you know, stacks and stacks. I mean, I'm, I'm talking, as soon as the lad loads up his clip, he goes to about 50,000 people within the football industry. And these are real people. We're not talking about, you know, random people. These are real people. You know, and they're allowed to get their clips showcased. And if, if people take on board what they're being sent and what they're being, you know, emailed and, and things like that, then their clips get watched. And, and so then, you know, agents get involved, highlight their players, showcase their players on the site. Coaches can now apply for jobs and also um, offer their services on the jobs board. Yeah. And we also have an opportunity now for advertisement and, and f- football industry businesses to get involved with the site to showcase businesses within the football industry. Because what I want to do, I want, I want to try and help the football industry with a bit of transparency when it comes to lads wanting to move on from football clubs, but also loads of lads that get released year in, year out, have nowhere to put their showreels or their videos or even football CVs on um, on a site that's trustworthy. And my site's trustworthy. I'm in the football industry. I can't really hide from the football industry. So I promote the lads gladly. And, and my time is putting them and helping them out as much as possible. And that's why... Obviously, Dean, who, who wrote the book, The Footballer's Journey, wanted me involved with the book because, obviously, he understands the honest um, and the, the help I give to footballers as it is and the honesty that I talk with when I'm having a chat in, in obviously, uh, interviews. Okay, and that's all about the footballer. The fo- all about ballers with a Z dot com. So if all about the footballers with, with a Z dot com. And the last one you've got uh, the, the Get Noticed app. Is that is, is that something anybody can download, or is it a football? Yeah, if you've got a, if you've got an Android device and um, an iOS device, obviously Apple device, then you can download the app. Um, the app is to highlight and track movement on film. Um, yeah. The the starting block for that was literally watching numerous football clips and not knowing who I'm watching when lads are sending me these clips. Um, they've not highlighted themselves they've not identified themselves on the film they've literally sent the, the clip over to me via YouTube and, and, and various different emails and, and texts and I was watching the clips and, and not knowing who I'm watching they wasn't telling me oh, I'm the right back with a black top on they, you know, they were literally just expecting me to watch a video and understand who I was watching mm. and so you know, you've all seen Match of the Day Sky Sports ESPN where they highlight the player that, that indicates to the to the watcher who they should be watching and it's all right for the big names to be you know highlighted we all know what Swapways looks like we all know what Tiore looks like but to a person who's never watched the, the, the clip before we don't always know what Joe Box looks like from Dagenham and Redbridge yeah. and this is why I wanted something that was easy to do with your iPhone or your, or your um, Galaxy device or you know, any other Android and, and, and iOS devices. And um, there wasn't a system out there. There wasn't an app out there. So I literally went ahead and built the app and uh, connected the two. But this app is for anyone in sport, you know, playing hockey, you know, American football, basketball, you know, even identifying people in a group, um, a family presentation, a, a school presentation, a dance show. You know, any, any of these different things that the app could be used for. But the best thing about the app, I think, personally, is you can download any file off YouTube and store it on your phone. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the best things. And I've got that in there so we can download any any project or any anything that you own and put it onto your phone. So it's fantastic. 
So there's so many different features the app's got, so. So that's uh, getnoteapp.com. You should go to, to get that. So I'll, I'll pass you back to Paul, see if he's got any more questions. Thank you. Thanks very much, Paul. Okay. I think you've covered all the points there, uh, Chris. Thanks very much for your time tonight, guys. It's been a pleasure to talk to you. Um, we wish you all, you all the best in the future. Hopefully you'll come back on again in the future and uh, we'll be able to have a, a bit more in-depth look about um, you know what you're up to at that point in time. Pleasure to talk to you tonight, mate. I'm sure the other guys agree with me as well. Thank you, Guy. Thanks, Simon. Speak to you soon. Cheers.